are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our Locked On rooms. It is Friday, August 20, 2021. This is the Locked On Mariners podcast, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. I am your host, Ty Dan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patno. The Mariners coming off a sweep of the Texas Rangers down in Arlington, winning the final game yesterday afternoon in one of the most bizarre, kind of frustrating ways possible. We will get you covered on that. We're also going to dive into the Mariners' latest acquisition of corner infield prospect Kevin Padlow. Might also talk some Matt Brash, who had a dominant performance for the Mariners' AA affiliate down in Arkansas yesterday. And then we'll wrap things up by getting you set for Seattle's big three-game series against the Astros down in Houston this weekend. It's going to be a fun one, so if you like the show, give it a follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Greatly appreciate it. Colby, what a weird, weird game it was yesterday afternoon. The Mariners beating the Rangers by a score of 9-8 to in 11 innings. They had a 7-2 to lead heading into the bottom of the ninth, but Anthony Masevich and Diego Castillo couldn't hold it down. Obviously, I don't want to dwell on the negatives of it, however, because in the end, the, the Mariners won, and a win's a win, and a massive part of that win was Ty France, who gets what ended up being the game-winning two-run home run in the top of the 11th. But before that, he was actually the main reason he even had the chance to hit that home run. In the bottom of the 10th, the Rangers had runners on first and second with no one out. A routine double play ball was hit to J.P. Crawford, but Abraham Abraham Toro sailed the throw on the turn at second, and France saved the ball from going over his head, which would have allowed Yanni Hernandez to score from third and end the game. But France instead catching Hernandez, leaning towards home, and firing a rocket to Crawford for the tag at the base, and the Mariners turned two anyway in one of the weirdest defensive plays you'll ever see. But a great heads-up play by Ty France, and Colby, he just continues to be incredibly valuable for this team, both as a hitter and as a defensive first baseman. And yesterday, he showed all of that. Uh, Viva la France. It's, uh, oh. it's, he's becoming a... Uh, you know, a, a centerpiece of, of the next core, um, which yep. is, I mean, I don't know if it's something we saw coming. It, it certainly liked what you saw last year um, in what the month that he was here, but uh, you know, he just kind of, uh, well, he's probably only a DH and he doesn't have for much power and he's not going to provide much defensive value. So how is he going to, to fit long-term here? Um, and, you know, as of right now, it's, he's the starting first baseman you know, of the future, which is mm-hmm. not a phrase I like to use, but uh, for now that's what he is. And uh, we'll see how that goes with, uh, you know, with Evan White and, and first base is a pretty popular place to move a guy. Uh, if you go get a free agent and, you know, he's towards the end of his career. Um, so we'll see. Um, France has been excellent defensively at first base. Um, really at the plate, he's been fantastic, except for the month of May when he was dealing with his wrist injury. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's definitely a core player going forward. He's only 27, I believe. And, uh, he's not even eligible for arbitration until after next season. So he'll still be making the minimum, um, you know, in 2022 and probably only going to make two or $3 million in 2023. Uh, so he continues to be an incredible bargain for, for Jerry DePoto, Scott service and, uh, 
and you know Mariners fans in general. So yesterday, you know, you gave us three ways to improve the offense. Right? We talked about Mitch Haniger moving Haniger down the lineup. We talked about the last couple of days, and right as soon as we hit stop record, what did Mitch Haniger do? He hit a three-run home run against the Texas Rangers. Kyle Seager got a two-run double. I titled the episode yesterday that the uh, this episode aged poorly. Um, it was nice to finally see this offense get something going. But unfortunately, as soon as they provide some run support, the bullpen, which has been absolutely nails all year long for the most part, kind of blew up a little bit. Anthony Misevich wasn't good at all. Diego Castillo left a cement mixer up there that uh, Jason Martin uh, put over the wall for a tying three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth. They had two outs. They were right there, and they weren't able to score in the 10th, and it kind of just seemed like they were going to lose that game. But overall, uh, a nice sign for the offense. What did you think about the offensive performance? And Do you think maybe this is a way that Hanniger can specifically can get things turned around? He went two for five yesterday. Not really. Um, it's it's Texas, you know, and and <laughs> like, look, we've seen Texas pitching shut down the Mariners, you know, in pretty much the last six games they played. So I don't want to take away too much and say, well, this doesn't count as much because it's Texas. It's like, well, you haven't been hitting anybody, so it's nice to see them, you know, yeah. put up runs against anybody. But you're going into Houston, you know, this weekend. Um, you're you're not going to get cranky, which. It's probably a good thing considering how well he's pitched against you, but uh, you do get McCullers tonight, who's really tough. You do get uh, and uh, Framber Valdez on Sunday, who's really tough, and and you know Odorizzi isn't a slouch either. So uh, three really good pitchers, uh, or really good three three solid pitchers going for Houston and a revamp bullpen. Yeah, it's you know we we kind of asked the same question after the the blowout win uh, against the Blue Jays on Saturday. Um, and nope, <laughs> went right back to bad for the next three days. So, uh, hopefully this is a sign of things to come, but it's, it's kind of tough mm-hmm. to trust right now until you see it, you know, three times in, in, in six days or, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, and it's, it's not so much, Hey, you have to put up nine runs, but can we consistently put up five? Like, right. If the Mariners get swept this weekend, but they put up in the three games, they put up like. 17 runs and it's like a pretty even distribution of like you know five seven five or something like that then Uh that that would be that would be encouraging uh for the rest of the year but yeah it's you know against texas and kind of a wild game you know i'll wait and see jake bauer is the babip god with Mm -hmm. a two for four performance he gets on base three times in total with walk the bowers rangers are vibing right now after the Jake Bowers performance yesterday. Uh, my favorite part of yesterday, aside from Ty France, of course, you know, JP Crawford gets uh, on the board with a couple hits as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So a, a solid day for the, uh, for the Mariners bats as a whole. Hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Like you said, we'll see, but hopefully this is a sign of things to come. All right, coming up, what are the Mariners getting in former Rays prospect Kevin Padlow? But first, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. 
Don't you hate it when you're out and about and hunger strikes, but the only convenient options are unhealthy and going to make you feel worse in the end? That doesn't have to be the case anymore if you choose Built Bar. Built Bar is providing folks with a healthy, nutritious, and delicious alternative for snacking. Built Bar has a plethora of delicious flavors ranging from coconut to cookies and cream, mint brownie, and so, so much more. Overwhelmed by the amount of good options, then try one of their mixed boxes, which gives you two bars per nine flavors. Each bar includes 17 to 18 grams of protein with calories ranging from the low, low numbers of 130 to 180. They only have four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs, and all the flavors are amazing, tasty, and most importantly, healthy. Go to built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order at built.com. Hey everyone, this is Ty Dan Gonzalez from the Lockdown Mariners podcast here to let you know our episode today is supported by Alaska Airlines. Do you ever get the sudden urge to hop on a plane and head somewhere like Dubai, London, or Tokyo? For me, I definitely want to go to Tokyo because, I mean, come on, who doesn't want to go to Tokyo? The beautiful architecture, the lively, busy city, all the food. I mean, just think about all the good food out there. And you guys know how much I love video games and anime. So being able to go to the anime district, plus all the video game themed stores and cafes is all just right up my alley. And of course, you got to catch a ball game at the Tokyo Dome. Now, it is easier than ever to get there because Alaska Airlines has joined One World. One World is a global alliance that makes it easy for Alaska Mileage Plan members to earn and redeem miles worldwide. Go global with Alaska Airlines and One World. Learn more at alaskaair.com slash One World. This is Locked On Mariners, and the trade deadline may be long in the rearview mirror, but that won't stop Mariners general manager Jerry DePoto from tweaking his roster. Shortly after we recorded yesterday, the Mariners claiming corner infielder Kevin Padlow off waivers from the Tampa Bay Rays. Heading into this year, Fangraphs had Padlow ranked as the Rays' 18th best prospect, which is certainly saying something considering Tampa was ranked as the consensus number one farm system in baseball at the start of the year. But the season hasn't gone so well for Padlow. He slashed just 194, 270, 379 in AAA this year, 12 home runs, 37 RBIs, a 33% strikeout rate. He also got a cup of coffee at the big league level. Playing nine games for the Rays this year, he went one for 12 with a double. But historically speaking, Padlow has been a pretty good hitter down in the minors. High walk rates, tons of power, some solid on-base skills, and he should be able to stick at third base. So, Colby, what are the Mariners getting in Kevin Padlow? They're getting a uh, pretty interesting lottery ticket. Um, You know, I believe he's 25 years old. Uh, The power is, is very real. Uh, it's it's plus raw power, particularly to his pull side. Uh, so he has been, uh, you know, like you said, he's been a minor league performer with the exception of this last year. And, you know, it's kind of tough to judge anybody this year in particular, uh, particularly those who are struggling, because like most people, he did not play last year. So um, it uh, it's, it's a little tough. You'd like to see him, you know, you would like to see him start to hit a little bit at, at this point. But, you know. Again, taking a whole year off, that that can cause some some issues. So uh, Padlo, tremendous raw power. Uh, like you said, he should be able to stick at third. He's not going to win a Gold Glove there or anything like that. But he's he's fringy, fringe average, uh, really strong arm. Uh, he takes a lot of walks. He can hit a lot of home runs, and and you know that's that's a Jerry Depoto special 
um, when you factor in that he's been a performer at the high minor level. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting lottery ticket. I, I don't know that we see him this year. I, I don't think he's going to survive the winter on the 40-man, to be honest with you, but uh, we'll see. It's It's definitely a player that you would think that Jerry and his staff would like because he checks a lot of the boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where do you think once we uh, post our re-ranks of the Mariners farm system on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash control the zone, by the way, where do you think he's going to end up? Uh, last, let's see, last night I looked at my ranks and I, I think I slotted him in originally at 32 he was a little bit higher than i thought he was going to be but uh you know it's still in the learning process so uh might have to move some things around but i think he's pretty solidly top 40 i feel pretty good about Mm. that Um, yeah that's probably where i'm i'm gonna put him probably in that 35 to 30 range yeah i feel like yeah it's the power is really good uh the arm is is a good one and it's the defense is good enough um, that really it's the hit tool that you're worried about. And, and unfortunately the hit tool is the most important tool. So uh, right. he's, he's not a, a burner or anything like that. He's a decent athlete, but he's not, you know, it's not like he has 70 grade speed to make up for a, you know, 45 grade hit tool. It's, it's, it's not the case here. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting player. It's a fun player to watch at triple a, um, it's a guy who could, in theory, be up at any point this year. Uh, and, you know, it, it, maybe he's a guy who who plays against lefties, um, you know, in, in September, but probably not. I, I think this is just a guy that you're you're sticking in your system for a couple weeks here. See what you can do. Maybe they've already think maybe they already think they have a, a tweak that they can make with him uh, to mm-hmm. maybe make more consistent contact and, and get him back to where he was in uh, in twenty nineteen. All right, now let's switch gears and talk about Matt Brash, who just continues to be an absolute revelation down in the Mar- uh, in the minors for the Mariners this year. Since being called up to Double A Arkansas, Brash has gone 33 innings pitched, just seven earned runs on 19 hits, 48 strikeouts, 12 walks, and yesterday in the first seven inning game of a doubleheader against Frisco, Brash nearly threw a no hitter. He gives up one hit. In the final inning, a little bit of a heartbreak there, but does go complete game shutout with 11 strikeouts. That's his high in double A, and he was really showing off that 70 grade slider. Colby, you know, I know there's some concerns about his high effort delivery and, and that it could relegate him to the bullpen, but the, the guy has shown three legitimate offerings this year, and we've seen guys who have high effort deliveries be able to sustain long term success in the majors. Obviously, it's not often. But a guy that you know really comes to mind for me when I watch Brash pitch is, is Nathan Avaldi, another guy that has a lot of movement in his delivery, throws in the upper 90s. Obviously, Avaldi throws more of a cutter than a slider. He's also got a really good curveball. And Brash has kind of moved off his curveball. But I see you know, how Avaldi's been able to have success with that delivery even after his injury all those years ago. And he's made it work. And I think Brash can absolutely make it work as, as a starter as well. And I think you do as well, right? Yeah, I, I to me, you know, it just I d- I don't care about the because like the 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 issue with the high effort delivery is typically long term. It's oh well, how long can you do that before you you know before you lose velocity and stuff like that? But if Matt Brash is a number three starter, uh, which he might be more than that for four or five years, 
that's mm-hmm. worth way more than being a good reliever for for six. And that's if you're lucky to get mm-hmm. six years um, because mm-hmm. pitchers get hurt with perfect deliveries. It happens. So I to me, you know, the, the higher for delivery thing does not matter um, mm-hmm. because I, I I don't think it's he doesn't have an issue repeating it. Right. It's very he repeats it. Well, it's yeah. not costing him strikes. He throws a ton of strikes um, and he's not losing velocity late into the ball game. So. Yeah, it's a non-factor. It doesn't matter. And by the way, you talk about guys who had high effort delivery. Felix Hernandez had a pretty high effort delivery. It yep. looked smooth, but there was a lot of torque and there was a lot of you know quick movements and and explosion coming off the mound. And Felix was Tim pretty Lincecum. darn good. Yep, Felix was pretty good, darn good for ten years. Lincecum was maybe the best pitcher in the National League for like five years in a row. There's mm-hmm. a five year stretch there. Uh, guys with high effort deliveries. Chris Sale has an as a horrible delivery. And he just now got hurt last year, and he's still pretty good. So, yeah, it's I I, I feel like this high, this high effort. Oh, he's he's a bullpen guy. That to me is just it's it's laziness. It's straight up laziness. Like, oh, effort in the delivery. He's a bullpen guy. Really, just no examination of of you know how it works or no, just he's a bullpen guy. Doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to me. Matt Brash is has got three plus pitches on any given day. He throws a ton of strikes. He's eaten innings and he maintains his stuff and velocity deep into starts. 90th pitch, he's throwing 95, 96 miles an hour. No, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't just, buy it. Yeah, I mean, it, he looks the part. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible that they were able to get this guy for Taylor Williams from the San Diego Padres last year. Um, oh, boy. I mean, <laughs> AJ Prowler, the gift that keeps on giving, baby. <laughs> All right, we're going to be putting a bow on this episode and the week as a whole by getting you ready for the Mariners weekend series with the Astros. But first, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Mariners are getting back after it against the AL West leading Astros tonight down in Houston, a three-game set that will span over the course of the weekend since the Mariners and Astros made that infamous July 27th trade that sent Kendall Graveman and Rafael Montero to Houston and Abraham Toro and Joe Smith to Seattle. The Mariners have gone 11-10 and and the Astros have gone 10-10. and Kind of a struggle as of late for Houston. They lost three of four to the Royals, lost four in a row, dating back to their series with the Angels and Anaheim. Tonight's pitching matchup, Yusei Kikuchi versus Lance McCullers Jr. On Saturday, it'll be Logan Gilbert versus Jake Odorizzi. And finally, on Sunday, the Mariners will throw Tyler Anderson against Framber Valdez. Colby, what are you hoping to see out of this one? Some offense, mostly. Yep. Um, <laughs> They're you're not gonna. gonna you're not gonna a Logan Gilbert start. <laughs> yeah, you're. You're not gonna roll into Houston and and win a couple of three to two games. Maybe you get lucky and you win one of them. Um, and you know, winning one game in this series, I actually would take as a pretty good win. I mean, that, yep. that's a pretty, you know, overall that's a win. So, 
uh, don't get swept would be my, my first thing I'm looking for, mm-hmm. uh, but score some runs, you know, it, it's, it's Houston. It's a good lineup. might be the best lineup in baseball, uh, certainly in the American league. Um, but it's missing some parts right now. You know, it, it's missing Kyle Tucker. It's missing Alex Bregman still. So, uh, you know, maybe take advantage of that, find a way, uh, but you got, you got to fight. You're going to have to score five or six runs to win, you know, one or two of these games. So, it, it's it's going to be a struggle, I think, for them offensively, mm-hmm. uh, because it just it's been a struggle against everybody. But you hope that what you saw yesterday can kind of start to get the wheels turning. And again, it was Haniger, it was Seeger, it was France. Those guys that you need to be good, they were good yesterday. And so you hope that continues. Uh, you know, Kelnick got a whole day off, so hopefully he's you know recharged and ready to go. Uh, Fraley should have had a home run, but you know. Atolas Garcia is, is a thing, which is aggravating, but, um, you know, maybe we're starting to see that turn around. They, they should use Jake Bowers more because I don't know if you know this or not, Ty, but in his last three games played, which have taken nine days to get there, but in his last three, three games played, he's hitting 429, 556, 429, Woo! still no extra base hits, uh, for Jake Bowers, but Hey, from August 10th through the August 19th, which is a total of nine at bats, he's hitting 429. So get him in there. Absolutely, but, uh, man. Like I said, like I yeah. said earlier, the the Bowers Rangers are vibing right now, man. We, we're feeling it. We're feeling it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, just sc- score some runs. For the love of God, score some runs. If you get swept, but you score, like I said earlier, 17, 18 runs in this series, fine, I'll take it. Um, but to sit here and think, oh, well, we're, we're just going to win a couple games, you know, one to nothing or, or, or two to one or four to three. Like, yeah, probably not. So find a way to score some runs. Colby, you know me very well. Uh, what is what am I looking forward to out of this series? Logan Gilbert. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you, no. You want Abraham Toro to go deep off of Kendall Graveman. Absolutely. Yes, that would be the greatest greatest moment of the whole season for me, quite honestly. After just the chaotic mess that was Mariners Twitter after that trade was made. And then, hey, guess what? The trade was actually kind of smart. And uh, Abraham Toro has been awesome. He's gotten on base in all but, what, one game for the Mariners since the trade? He yep. is... He's just, he's been one of their best players and Graveman is just kind of, eh, you know, I mean, he's, he's good, good, but he's just, eh, you for know, eight innings. Yeah. Um, he gave up one what run for the, for the Astros compared to Joe Smith's scoreless eight innings for the Mariners. So again, <laughs> advantage Mariners chills. DePoto did it again. And, um, that's all going to come to a head in this series. When Abraham Toro goes, yaya off of Kendall Graveman. It's going to happen. Uh, okay. It's going to happen. I mean, it's going to happen. Right. Hey, I was I was right about the beef boy breakout. The two for five. The two for five I down mean, in Texas. I will take that as a breakout. And Jason okay. Churchill even backed me up with that. He said, hey, 400 is a breakout. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I think that's mostly because Churchill just hates me. But yeah, it's. I mean, if you want to take that, fine. I'm I'm taking Jake Bowers as, you know, future MVP because he's like four for his last 
nine or something like that. So, hey, I'll allow that. I'll allow that. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm not, see, you know, I, I, I'm not like you. I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. You know, I'll just let you live in your little fantasy land while you let me live in mine. How about that? <laughs> fantasy land. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's the way you want to play it. Fine. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in this week. We'll be back on Monday to recap this series with Houston, but keep the Seattle sports vibes going by checking out the latest episode of Locked On Seahawks as Corbin Smith gets you set for the Seahawks preseason game with the Broncos tomorrow night. For Colby Patnode, I'm Ty Dan Gonzalez, and this has been Locked On Mariners. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.